Has this ever happened to you? I just have so many podcasts, but I can't listen to them all because I work 80 hours a week. I'm drowning in podcasts. I want to get all my political theory in, but I'm being crushed by a capitalist economic... I wish I could hate listen to Ben Shapiro, Jordan Peterson, and the Joe Rogan podcast all at the same time. Where is a boy supposed to get all his irony in for the day? I'm in a Maoist collective, and we only get one podcast hour a day. All the other hours are filled with self-crit sessions. Chapo Trap House is problematic. If any of these things have happened to you, then I have a solution for you. Simopod! Listen to all your lefty podcasts at once. Don't believe it works? Here's a sample. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know about your Trump's view of climate It's the app that you need. Alex! It's the podcast. It's the podcast. Needless noise. Welcome, folks. I don't even know if I said this on our last recording, so uh, feel free to copy this into the last one, Alex. Needless noise. Welcome. You know, you know, you know what the deal is. It's your one-stop shop. It's your coast-to-coast, coast-to-coast, East Coast, West Coast podcast for music and leftism. How are y'all hello doing? Hello to all our new uh, hello to all our new bot listeners. We appreciate yeah. your yeah. patronage. Uh, Lots of bots, go- yeah. Please go to our bot Patreon, <laughs> Patreon made specifically for bots. Where you can pay us zero dollars a month to do the thing <laughs> we were going to do anyways. <laughs> yeah, are we gonna, are we going to make a Patreon, Ethan? Is that ever going to happen? Are no, we do hell that? no. Who wants to make money? That's why we have a job. That's why you have a normal job. I would do that if we, if we had like enough listeners where it made sense. Patreon would be cool. Yeah, see, this is the interesting thing, though. You know, you have that opinion and I have this opinion because I don't do any yeah. of mm-hmm. the work. And so <laughs> I, just, I just show up and I talk for an hour. And it's like, why would I need to get paid for that? <laughs> and then, I mean, well, I guess I do... Fucking- well, I do actually do some work because throughout the week, I'll text you, is the episode done yet? And like... <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting paid for that, you know. That's true. That's a, those are hard earned. Like you're doing emotional labor there, friend. I mean, one pulling out the phone, two mm-hmm. opening up sure. Signal, which takes yeah, forever, absolutely. you know. So it's like might as well be getting a few dollars on my time for that. But yeah, welcome to Needless. I'll just, Noise. I'm gonna I'm gonna start a Alex only Patreon for <laughs> subsidize the podcast. <laughs> hey, hey, I folks, am- do you like do you like yeah. editing, folks? Listen up. <laughs> <laughs> I am the sole funder of the of the That's true. hosting. Yeah, you're the you're the capitalist. Yeah, you're, the, that does you're providing the fifteen dollars a month labor right there. Here. You're providing the fucking, the capital to get this yeah, business you know, off the ground. Every family works it out. They figure it out. <laughs> Welcome to Needless Noise. Your family. Welcome to Needless Noise. Your one and only family for music and leftism. <laughs> Your only family 
Love us. We are your friends. And we're here today to talk about um, the rest of our family, you know, the family that we're all a part of, uh, Kanye West and the president. (laughs) Our, the country's uh, Fox News grandpa and uh, angry cousin. Yeah, (laughs) very angry cousin. That is correct. What are they, what are they getting into, Alex? You want to... Oh, they're getting into, into some fucking episode. hijinks. Yeah, are we are we gonna start? Are we gonna start with them? Or are we gonna start with MMA? E- MMA. Yeah. Yeah, we'll start with MMA. <laughs> All of you at home are like, what? They're talking about mixed martial arts? Hell no, nah. I say, you goddamn fool. Yeah, I just dabbed moron. on you. You can't see it, but I just dabbed on you. That has clearly Idiots. nothing to do with this podcast, and we always stay on topic. No. <laughs> No, folks, no, no, no. Today, (laughs) we're talking about the Music Modernization Act just passed into law by everybody's, and signed into law by everyone's favorite Big Wet President. And you know, it's everyone's favorite thing, folks. It's a bipartisan bill. Mm -hmm. You know him, you love him. You know it. We crossed the aisle this time. Oh, it stinks of compromise, folks. Let me hear it. <laughs> Filthy hear with for compromise. compromise. Just you, all of you guys sitting out in your car right Dripping now. Dripping with a... partisanship. <laughs> give, me a, give me a standing ovation for compromise. Yeah, yeah. Park yeah, your you're car, driving get to out, work right stand now. up, yeah. clap. Pull over. Face Washington, D.C. Pull out your prayer rug. <laughs> like Mecca. Yeah, yeah. And pray to your goddamn big damn president. Yeah. Let's 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 everyone kick one back for fucking Chuck Schumer, even though I can't drink for a month. Kick a yeah. kick a mental one back. Crack one open. And for everyone the boy, has and the to boy drink is. more for Alex. We're pouring <laughs> that's, that's out one for our comrade true. who cannot pour one out for themselves. <laughs> I'm pouring one out onto the ground. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, don't stop buying alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> Keep buying and buy beers pouring just to it out. pour them out. It's like making your okay, dog drink so, it. That can't be good for for her liver either. So, hey, you President don't know Trump that. has signed the Musical Modernization Act. What does that do, you ask? Well, we have uh, Daniel Deal from The Verge to tell us, <laughs> folks, to tell us uh, mostly good things, but some potentially concerning things. We'll talk about the implications. Let's go through it, folks. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. <clears throat> Mr. 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 Danny. Oh, it's Danny. I said Daniel. Danny Deal at Danny Deal on Twitter. Go follow him, folks. Give him a follow. We're always uh, making deals. He says <laughs> it's not spelled that way. You goddamn fool. Um, he says President Trump has today signed the Music Modernization Act, the MMA, into law, officially passing the most sweeping reform to copyright law in decades. The bill, heralded by labels, never a good sign, musicians and yeah, politicians, uh, unanimously wow, yeah. passed. One out of three. The- Unanimously passed through both the House and Senate Before going to the President The bill revamps section 115 of the US Copyright Act And aims to bring copyright law up to speed for the streaming era These are the act's three main pieces of legislation First The the Music Modernization Act Which streamlines (laughs) the music licensing process To make it more easy for rights holders to get paid When their music is streamed online Number two The compensation legacy Oh boy this is quite a sentence the compensating legacy artists for their songs, services, and important contributions to Society Act, or Classics Act, for pre-1972 recordings. I wonder how long and it took them to figure <laughs> out an acronym that would be Classics. 
I know. And it was just like Bernie with the Bezos act. Yeah, like, the oh, stop you Bezos fucking came your pants when you thought of that. <laughs> the Allocation for Music Producers, or AMP Act, which provides royalty payouts for the producers and engineers from Sound Exchange when their recordings are used on satellite and online radio. Notably, this is the first time producers have ever been mentioned in copyright law. Hmm. So, what does this all mean? First, songwriters and artists will receive royalties on songs recorded before 1972. So, meh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, not very exciting to me. Actually, yeah. yeah, I actually don't really like that. Uh, we have way too long of a fucking time frame for things, folks. The songs recorded before 1972 should be in the public domain. Let's, let's yeah, be real. Exactly. Let's be um, so that's, 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 and like no one, like no small band is getting affected by this. It's only no, like fucking Aerosmith making an extra million dollars. Exactly. That was a very different fucking era for music. Second, the MMA will improve how songwriters are paid by streaming services with a single mechanical licensing database overseen by music publishers and songwriters. So they, it basically creates like a big uh, oh, centralized oh database. <laughs> That's the liver, folks. Cause it's failing. <laughs> That's the sound. It's going out. The going out. The cost of creating and maintaining this database will be paid for by digital streaming services. Interesting. Third... The act will take unclaimed royalties due to musical professionals and provide a consistent legal process to receive them. Previously, these unclaimed royalties were held by digital service providers like Spotify. All of this should ensure that artists are paid more and have easier time collecting money they are owed. So, pretty solid. Yeah. Here's 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 where it starts to maybe go downhill a little bit. Uh, um, as part of the MMA, blanket licensing blanket licensing, and royalty payments will be more streamlined. As Meredith Rose from Public Knowledge told The Verge earlier this month, it also does a thing where you c- that you couldn't really do with these kind of licenses before, obtain a blanket license. Yep. You can license the whole idea of musical compositions, and before you didn't have an entity like that that was allowed to license everything. So if Spotify was starting today, they'd be able to jump in and say, okay, I want all of that, write one check, and then go about their business. Yeah, so when I saw this headline, I basically knew exactly where this was going. And that's kind of, it was kind of going back to our most recent Spotify episode where I said, Spotify will never be even close. It will never become an even close to profitable um, platform unless something about the way they can pay artists changes drastically or not pay artists, but license music and boom, here it is. Here yep. it fucking is. Not even like a month later. Um, <laughs> we call yeah, it. Yeah, this folks. isn't. Once again, come on. You think anything that Kanye West and you know Trump are going to work on? Although I don't know if Kanye West really had a part in this. These were just I, I things. I think his that visit happened. was after this. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I think these were things that kind of were just closely related. Um, yeah, this isn't for artists. You know, that's just that's just a, a one of those blanket things where if you're going to pass anything that's going to make it really easy for big business, you have to make it seem good by being like, well, and some of that will come back to the user. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I think this is just this is just trying to make it so that Spotify can rule the world. Yeah, well, no, here, listen to this. Listen to this last paragraph here. The Music Modernization Act is now the law of the land, and thousands of songwriters and artists are better for it, said Recording Industry Association of America President Mitch Glazier in a statement. <laughs> The result is a music market better founded on fair competition and fair pay. The enactment of this law demonstrates what music creators and digital services can do when we work together collaboratively to advance a mutually beneficial agenda. 
oops, wait, does that exist? Ha ha ha, no. Yeah. yeah. Um, What's good for your boss is never good for you, folks. Yeah, and I think I think this really is like the neoliberalism to come. Or I don't even know if it's really neoliberalism. It's honestly just like pure, yeah, capitalism is like enabled to... For them to be able to push forward an agenda that basically legally streamlines the, uh, their way of, you know, obtaining profit, there has to be just some something on the face of it that makes it look like, oh, well, the little guy is winning too. And so yeah. it looks like a majority of, like, the written law is for the small man, you know, the the artist, the small label, whatever you want to call it. But obviously what the main purpose of this act is, is to streamline the way that big uh, companies and services can pay to own music. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. Basically just facilitating the facilitating in law the new age of streaming music that we are in so that yeah. the old age Which- can come to an end. And like, cause like, yeah, those royalties that are being stolen, like a lot of that is like going to the label, not the artists. Yeah, like, exactly. Like this is something that was pushed through because labels were like, hey, we're losing money over here. And Congress yeah. is like, yes, sir. We'll get right on it, sir. We can't steal as much money anymore. <laughs> and so, yeah, Spotify is now able to do these blanket licensing deals that will make it cheaper. Um, Which labels are going to love. Yeah. I love that shit. Just getting and a huge I, blank chat from Spotify. Things that uh, things statements uh, that you should never trust: uh, affordable and fair. Two words that anytime they're in anything, you should be like, "This is bullshit." Oh, like, also fair mutually pay. beneficial agenda. Yeah, <laughs> no, not a thing. Poisoned like, words. They always pull this because yeah, like I said, you and your boss's interests are always, 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 always at odds. It yeah. can't be any other way. It definitely that's the way yeah. it works. Um. Like, it's, like, you might like your boss, but, like, they're there to pay you as little as they can get away with. That's that's the entire idea for them to and, make a profit. And like, you are trying to get the most. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Most for the least dis- work. Mm-hmm. Yep. At the end of the day, they're absolutely opposite goals. Um, so, when you hear fair pay, that doesn't, you know, like, I hate it when, like, anytime a corporation is talking about fair pay, that means, like, $200 a week, right? Like, yeah, it can yeah. be fair and still be starvation level yeah. pay, like, like quote unquote fair. Because we're the talking eyes about a like, market that has completely bottomed out. Yeah. So any, any music too, like, fair fair pay is pay about an industry that has totally collapsed. It is is a collapsed level of pay. That's what's yeah, fair, absolutely. You know. Well, and also at this point, like music is free. Like music is free. Yeah. So what is fair pay when you're providing something that has no value? It's, uh, effectively, nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, wait, 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 wait for it. Nothing. It's coming. Yeah. <laughs> and I also love um, and it's not in this article. It's in the original one that I sent you, Ethan. But uh, a big proponent of this with Trump was a uh, Kid Rock. Oh boy. Um, everyone's favorite Trump supporter. Fun fact: my uh, my guitar teacher. Uh, worked with Kid Rock for a while oh at God. a guitar center. <laughs> and then one day he disappeared and my guitar teacher was like, hey, where did that guy go? And they're like, oh, his album just hit like double platinum. <laughs> and he was like, <laughs> oh, and he never saw him again. 
Just Holy like literally shit. one day he just like didn't show up for work <laughs> at the like guitar school that they worked at. That's pretty dope. Uh, yeah. It's not, <laughs> you know, it's it would not be fun. so much better. It'd be a so much better future if Kid Rock just stayed at School of Rock for the rest of his life. Can you imagine? <laughs> I'm not sure if it actually was a School of Rock. I think it was just a, a guitar school. Oh, uh, okay. But still, correct. But yeah, so the world would be Spotify, a much better place if, if Kid Rock was still teaching guitar in like tennis in the middle of Tennessee somewhere. Yeah, so Spotify is king, and the MMA placed the crown on its head <laughs> using its mixed martial arts. Yeah, it's gonna be really interesting to see if any like I don't know if any radicals kind of look into this any farther and kind of I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what happens from here on out with. Music sharing, because honestly, this stuff's pretty vague. I mean, I'm sure we could actually look into what the law is, but like, it's honestly been kind of overlooked. Um, All the articles about it are super short, and they kind of just, they keep saying the same three things. This is the Music Modernization Act, this is the Classic, and this is the AMP Act. And they don't really go into detail very much and leave us to kind of assume a lot. So, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see if this becomes a bigger thing or if this kind of just gets glossed over, you know? Yeah. And There's it's a like, lot I'm going glad on that right we're modernizing, now, that we're modernizing the way that royalties are paid. Like, on paper, that's not bad. No, of course not. But. <laughs> and, like, I mean, I could even see how, like, the compensating legacy artists for their song thing could be really good because when you talk about artists who had, you know, um, their contributions to society stolen. A lot of those were black yeah. artists. I mean, continue yeah, to definitely. be black artists as well. But like, I just go back and I think about like the um, fuck. What's that really famous um, drum beat that's used in like every electronic and drum and bass song? The Amen Skip or the Amen Hop? Oh yeah, I've yeah. totally fucked that up. Um, but I bet a few of y'all music heads are screaming at me. Um, the artist who made that drum beat was like never compensated for any yeah, of that. Sure. And, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe this will make it easier for that to happen or, you know, I don't, I don't know. I doubt it. There's no justice in this world, you know, but like, I don't or know. Or like, uh, like the boat, the Bo Diddley drum beat that's used in like a million and five things. Mm-hmm. Like that, bon, dun, 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 dun. like that's oh yeah, literally yeah. just Bo Diddley's song, and it just like like it got just made into eight thousand other songs, and that drum yep. beat's used all the time, and like I don't know, maybe this will give them another legal avenue for seeking retribution. I don't know. You know, I have I a know. funny feeling. Yeah, I have a funny <laughs> feeling that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> but yeah, so that's the MMA, folks. It's here. We live in a new world. <laughs> a brave new world one might say <laughs> get, the, get the foe out of here with that shit a 1984 one might I'm say leaving. i'm walking you out. might say bye. that we live in an animal farm bye. <laughs> you might say right. we live in a slaughterhouse five <laughs> i'm literally gonna stop recording <laughs> So speaking of our big wet boy meeting musicians, yes. uh, not only did he meet with Kid Rock, everybody knows, folks, let's get to it. Donald Trump met with Kanye Kanye West. It happened. And boy fucking howdy was it was it a fucking meeting. Do Do you you see the the picture I'm talking about though, Ethan? Wait, on what? On the top of this on the top of this article. I don't think you sent it to me. Did I not? Oh, wait, Bo. no, you did. You did. Hold on. It's right here. It's right here. Fo out of let me, here. Fo. Let, <laughs> let me fucking look at this shit. 
Oh my god. There's this just some, I'm gonna make it the 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 art for this so you could yeah. you all can see it too. But there's just something about everyone's expressions. That's just it's it's like about the way Trump is just staring and Kanye's just like very passionately pointing at himself and saying something to someone off screen. Like, there's just something about this image that I just find like yeah, just beautiful. every every clip I've seen of this meeting has been honestly fucking incredible oh you know what it is holy shit oh i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make this the the thing do like uh it's gonna have the the fibonacci spiral <laughs> <laughs> look at it it's totally the fibonacci spiral it probably is do you see it from the right like up trump's yeah. hair up to the cat back yep. down through that guy's mm-hmm. head to kanye's hand <laughs> and to, yep i can see it we will make it so i will i'm make gonna it put so. it on holy shit oh that's so fucking funny okay so uh this is from cnn politics the reason i picked this one this article specifically about talking about it is because uh they are very sassy yeah (laughs) this is the sassiest cnn CNN article i've ever seen um and cnn's usually you know not the sassiest but they're sassy this time okay so brought to you by uh oh boy nia malika henderson for CNN politics, why the Kanye West lunch with Trump was a disaster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, we just use the word disaster so interchangeably now. <laughs> like, it's just like, yeah, impending climate disaster. Also, the celebrity meeting with the celebrity president was a huge disaster. It's just, it's it's just meaningless now. Equal, equal disasters. Yeah. So she begins. Imagine this, Ethan. You mm, imagine I'm imagining. It? Get, get your imagining bones ready. I'm, it's coming. I'm, yep. A president concerned okay. with the yeah, opioid. I can imagine oh, that. Okay, yeah. Concerned <laughs> with the opioid crisis that's ravaging many communities, particularly white Midwestern communities, invites a retired football player and a famous musician to talk about the crisis. And imagine that this is one of the few high-level meetings he has about the crisis, which has led to the deaths of tens of thousands of Americans. Well, that is what kind of just happened. <laughs> Hard-hitting reporting. Yeah. Can you believe that that our genocider-in-chief over here isn't <laughs> taking the opioid crisis more seriously? Come on. This is a travesty, people. Trump, do better. Do <laughs> Uh, our big problematic boy. Um, wait, wait, what? 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 Wait, 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 wait! I think I read this article wrong. Okay, okay. So she says, "Well, that's kind of what just happened. Hmm. Not with the opioids, but with the critical, potentially lethal issue facing many African Americans across the country." So. I guess she's doing like a bait and switch here. Like, yeah. imagine Trump cared as much about black people as he did about the opioid crisis. Yeah. So, which I guess, I mean, fair, but like, what a weird, like, I guess it's like, yeah, now that I've got you to care about by talking about white people, here's yeah, what here actually happened. Yeah. It's a weird tone. I don't really, I mean, I guess I get it. I don't know. Uh, okay. Um. But with the critical, potentially lethal issues facing many African-Americans across the country. On Thursday, President Trump had a working lunch with Kanye West and retired football player Jim Brown. This was the meeting's preview sent by the White House ahead of time. This is gold if people listen up. I'm going to put the fucking the national anthem behind this. <laughs> this discussion will be centered on President Trump's historic work to benefit all Americans, such as urban revitalization, the creation of opportunity zones, 
<laughs> Love to work in an opportunity anthem. zone. Stop the anthem. <laughs> I'm just imagining the film Stalker. <laughs> we all live it's in the, the opportunity zone it's now. The zone. It's the opportunity zone. God bless the zone. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> opportunity zone. It's like the what? opening scroll to Stalker. It's like, we don't know what happened. Uh, if uh, an unknown force touched down uh, or if an, if an alien being had once come there, but we now have opportunity zones. <laughs> Anyone who enters the zone becomes flushed with opportunities. I love it. This is just, this is if, you know, like, and I know obviously Trump is not liberal, but that's the most liberal thing I've ever that's heard. That's so lib. That's so We've lib. created... 18 opportunity zones throughout the country to help. But like, what about everybody else? You can go in and consult with an unknown being of age and or time, and they'll help you on your resume. <laughs> they'll help you job creation. Okay. Uh, all right, band. Back to the back to the. This uh, that better be the app name. <laughs> we live in the opportunity zone. <laughs> Definitely, it's no. Oh, there's no way. Okay, back to the. Whoo! Okay. Yeah. Play the anthem. Yeah. Opportunity zones, new workforce training programs, record highs in African American employment, the creation of manufacturing jobs, ideas from his meeting with African American pastors, potential future clemencies, and addressing the massive violent crime surge in Chicago. Yeah, that definitely sounds like something. All those things you can just address over a lunch. Yeah, the the massive vi- the the crime surge in Chicago too. Definitely not a white person talking point. Yeah, right. Jesus Christ. Absolutely. I love, I love how the president of the United States is like, and also uh, just uh, some things about Chicago. No reason. No no racialized reason. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The th- uh, the main concern on every black person's mind: uh, the Great Replacement, Chica- yeah. folks. It's <laughs> coming. White genocide, folks. It's here. Anchor babies, folks. Come on. We're all worried about it. (laughs) Fuck that conspiracy theory. But no, it's literally just like white. It's just, I mean, it's just, it's subtle, but it's still white supremacist fucking dog whistling. Like anytime, like Crive waves in Chicago, it's like, oh, uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Love when uh, people Um, in fucking um, Council Bluffs, Iowa, really give a shit about what's going on in Chicago. No. As if they've ever even been out of their own state. It's just a dog whistle to be like the blacks doing crimes. Like that's yeah, exactly. all it is. It, it completely. It's just. It's just to scare. That exists. Yeah. Yeah. It's just to scare like suburbanites to being like it's in the inner cities now, but it could be coming for your child. Yeah. Watch out for weed cookies this Halloween. It's the same <laughs> shit. It's just like no one. No. No. It's not a thing. Okay. Anyway. Um. Also, I fucking sidebar here. Side note, but like. This the whole jobs thing right now is fucking terrifying to me because like people overestimate how much like the president has anything to do with the economy. Oh, just, yeah. Like, if you look at graphs, it's literally just been like a consistent upward trend since 2008. Like there is not any change from and either Obama or Trump. Just, like no one oh, can yeah, get that, hired that. into anything good. Like, yeah, it's it's an insane like glance from 40,000 feet on the job economy. Yeah, there's that, but then also, yeah, it's like he's got nothing. If you look at the graph, it's just like a line that goes up because there was a crash. It's just correcting. Yeah. That's just what happens. Yep. No one has any real control over that, but Trump just gets to be like, jobs, folks. I'm bringing back the jobs. Yep. Folks, tax cut, jobs. Look at the jobs. 
And unemployment's low now. So it's not going to stay that way, but... Okay, shorter readout. This was Trump's black people meeting. And what yeah. a meeting it was. No cameras were allowed in the lunch, but West's about 10 minutes soliloquy in the Oval Office provided a window into the ground covered. Here are some ideas West raised. Bring, bring Trump factories and Yeezy ideation centers to Chicago. <laughs> Folks, who doesn't love a good positive Yeezy ideation? (laughs) His MAGA hat makes him feel like a superhero. Make the dopest, no, the flyiest cars. (laughs) School is boring. Kids should play basketball while they're doing math. Time doesn't exist. (laughs) I was waiting for this one. Yeah, I mean, this makes no sense just in an article, but you have to watch the videos. They're they're amazing. I have not actually watched the video. This is so lib, though. Read the next one. It's so lib. Uh, Stop worrying about the future. We only have today. Literally a Kanye lyric. (laughs) Trump and Colin Kaepernick wearing Make America Great hats at the Super Bowl. Uh, folks, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah, Kanye's brain is just... Celebrity has fly, like fried his brain on a fucking pan. No, he's just it's just free associating. Oh, he's just doing it's the same totally. Thing Trump does. It's literally the same thing where he's just learned a way of speaking. That say, yeah. Trump's done the same thing. And now he just inserts random nouns into that like formula that's in his it's, head. Well, yeah, it's it's the ty- it's like a, a, ling- a very obvious... like This is the, the language you create when you're surrounded with yes men. Yeah, absolutely. They speak in the same way, yeah. Stop and frisk is bad. Agreed. Bloomberg 2020, everybody. Let's get it going. <laughs> He's running, folks. I don't yeah, know. He is. It's like basically confirmed at this point. Um, the Stop solution and frisk to nationwide. <laughs> the solution to police brutality is love. Imagine having those two opinions in a row. <laughs> stop and frisk is bad. We need stop and hug. <laughs> <laughs> folks Karen share folks The Care Bears had it right this whole time Cop comes up and hugs you And like feels your pockets <laughs> There's a bullet Get to the ground <laughs> Resisting I will love you Put your hands up I do not want to <laughs> love you <laughs> Oh boy. Something about an iPlane. <laughs> which I love because Tony totally just like read some bullshit like futurist Bloomberg article that was like, by 2030, we'll all have iPlanes in our pockets. <laughs> and he's like, this is the future. This is the future, dude. And the people around him were like, yeah, that's the future, Kanye. Um, <laughs> opening up industries and tax breaks. Wow. Something about liberals distracting black people by focusing on racism. Hmm. I mean, that's kind of (laughs) true. Don't know what his angle is there, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is just, this is like the, the, the quintessential, like, like what we, what a lot of leftists talk about with Trump voters, where it's like they're reacting to a real thing, which is that their yeah. lives are getting shitty and nobody is accountable to them and nobody in politics gives a fuck about any of their interests. And but then Kanye the prescription's some, insane, yeah. Yes, yeah. Kanye has some weird idea about like, you know, like 
weird how these Democratic administrations seem to continuously make things worse for minorities with quote-unquote yeah. welfare reform under Clinton and the like, the financial reconstruction under Obama, both of which had enormous consequences for people mm-hmm. who are like any sort of racial minority. So it comes from like a real place, but then it's just like, so we got to make America great by having flying cars and making uh, uh, big factories in our yeah. tax break uh, uh, in our tax break opportunity zones. Yeah, like, easy it, opportunity zones. It just bat- yeah, brought to you by Kanye's new album. Um, so, what were the goals here? For Trump, it was a chance for him to say Trump doesn't care, or Trump does, excuse me, care about black people. But don't take my word for it. Listen to Kanye West. <laughs> What the meeting highlighted was how few African-Americans Trump had in his circle. Omarosa Newman, who wrote a scathing tell-all on Trump, hasn't been replaced. Wait, 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 also hold on. Highlights- that, wait, wait, that's her problem? <laughs> that he just doesn't have enough black friends? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is that is the main problem. That's, I mean, I mean, I did vote for Trump, but, like, that's what gave me pause. It's like, well, yeah. I mean, he doesn't, you know. So, okay, that's, that's weird. I, f- I feel like... Because, yeah, he could have more black friends, but it, it, it doesn't mean anything because that's still it would still be the same problem of just like this. I, th- this liberal idea that like, oh, well, we can have a black people meeting because like that is a liberal idea. Like even though yeah. a, a Republican's doing it, that is a very liberal idea that we just have to have a black meeting every once in a while and have a few more black friends. And uh, we'll, yeah. we'll, we will fix the country that way. No, the problem is that there's no way that Kanye could know anything about like. How how to fix this shit Because he's just one black dude You know Yeah Yeah absolutely And it, I mean it shows like You know even like Like I just said Like obviously Obama's way better In racial politics Than probably any other president ever But he still presided over A, a massive destruction of black yeah, wealth Like Because once again Obama was just A black guy It doesn't It doesn't mean Just because you're black Doesn't mean that you're Automatically going to be able To fix the world For black people Or that you even care Because Kanye doesn't Probably care that fucking much Honestly Yeah Like look at the Look at the insane Turnaround that he's had Just in the last month Let alone since Katrina When he was like George Bush doesn't care About black people I mean His brain is fried And also that's not how That's not how you Fix the world You don't fix the world By just having a president That has a few black friends No you you have to like radically change the the racial makeup of government at large, but also like make sure that those people actually have radical praxis that will literally redistribute. Yes, like yeah. the way not not just cash, but like the the way that the government works for communities of color. Yeah, anyway, well, I always think I I think a lot about um, we were talking about this once, Ethan, and you brought up. Which I think it's an obvious point, but it's just so not talked about that like um, under capitalism, when people have when one group has a 200 year head start, there is literally no way to catch up within the capitalist system because it's all built on wealth creates more wealth. Yeah, exactly. So if one over year money makes money, baby, they have 200 years in advance. Yeah, so if one group controlled all of the wealth for 200 years, that other groups will always be behind forever unless you do something outside of its own system. Like yeah. It can never, ever, ever become equal because it's just exponential, and they are, they are already way above uh, every other like racial group on that curve. And continue are. to be because money makes money. Yeah, you ain't gonna redistribute it until you, yeah, yeah, until you literally forcibly just take it and give it to someone else. 
weird. Okay, continue though. Um, the meeting also highlights how seriously Trump's takes Trump takes issues that his base doesn't really care about. Rather than invite real policy experts, say on education or criminal justice, Trump brought before the camera two famous black men who like him. Well, that's the result was about true. That, that is true. The result was about one would expect a hard to parse, bizarre Oval Office moment with very little substance, fueled by West's desperate need for attention and Trump's need for open adoration by famous people. Well, that's uh, yeah, that was one hundred percent correct. And that's the end. Also, we all now know Kanye's phone it's lock code is zero 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 zero. Someone get that phone. <laughs> Someone get 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 that phone and then do that thing where you could like make it so that words can change and just make it so every time he types the it types like I don't know like just something very embarrassing so that we get all these scandals. <laughs> like I jack off donkey ween or something. So I accidentally text his producer like, "Hey, how's the I love jacking off donkey ween album going or something?" And that's Alex for ya. Always that's looking practice. about how we can rack, rack. <laughs> I want I want more footage now on his phone to see if he's changed his password after this. I'm sure he has. Well, I say that, but yeah, I don't even. I doubt he even knows that people know. Because like Kanye is a narcissist, but like I think he's the type of narcissist that just like doesn't even have time to look at videos of himself. And I think. The, the through line here is, is Donald Trump, our big wet boy, and how just mm. like, she's right here at the end. He, his brain is just completely hardwired to be like, I see these people on TV. Yeah. Like, they're my best friends. They love me and I love them, folks. Like, he really is like what most people would be like, Rich. Just be like, I can't believe I get to sit and meet all, you know, Kanye West. Wow. Yeah, folks, yeah. we're best friends. He loves me. I mean, I don't want to rail on this CNN writer too much. I mean, she she is 100% correct in, like, the... Rather than invite real policy experts, you know, they just get some celebrities up there. So this is, like, 100% an opportunistic moment of not actually trying to help at all, but literally just trying to... I was about to say elevate, like, a few black people, but, like, they're already on a national scale, so it's really not yeah. even that. So it literally is just a photo opportunity of being it's next just, to... It's just other black people you know it is 100 percent. everybody's just jacking off everybody else's brand yeah. like yeah that's exactly that's really all it is but like yeah i mean part of the problem isn't that he has he could have a million black friends it, it doesn't fucking matter he doesn't stand for you know at large african-americans having yeah. access to and it's not even about access it's he doesn't give a damn he doesn't give a damn if if um, african-americans you know, have equal economic footing to white people. He doesn't. He doesn't care. He doesn't even think yeah. about it that way. I, I sometimes doubt if liberals even think about it that way. With you know the way they yeah. talk about this fucking identity I, shit. I, I you was, know, I was about to say like that's that's one of the big things. Like this is now like it's it's hard to talk about this without bringing in a class component to it. And so like that kind of that leaves liberals in this sort of weaker place where Trump can be like, well, I do have black supporters. So what the fuck do you do now? Yeah, exactly. And a lot of liberals don't have an answer. Like, they're it's like, so fuck. it's so easy to evade like the pure identity idea of of liberals. It's just like, well, you you need to elevate more black people. Republicans will do that. One hundred percent. Ben because, Carson. Like, yeah, because politics on a national scale it, it's just like sports on the national scale. The only people there are the freaks. 
You know, the, the, <laughs> the weird anomalies in your society that can actually make it that far. If the Republicans wanted to, they, they could find every single black Republican, black Republican woman in the country and elevate them all to positions of power. The reason they won't probably do that is because, you know, then they'd be giving black people, ele- you know, an elevated position. They don't want to yeah. do that. They, but they like they will, they will do, that. they will do that before they will, you know, secede ground to anyone who might redistribute, um, our economy in any given way they will do that and they will i i imagine so outflank liberals on identity before you know liberals can do like a full identity platform yeah you know well, republicans just, yeah, will find a way it doesn't lead anywhere like there's no because like, all they care about is power and that's the thing they're yeah it doesn't mean anything and the republicans know that i don't think the liberals do and it's like it's it doesn't make people's lives materially better. It's not capable of doing that. Like, yeah. Identity on a national scale is, I think basically irrelevant. Um, people may not like that take. I'm willing to hear criticisms, (laughs) but like, but yeah, like you had a black president and black wealth over those eight years that he was, he was in office decreased. It doesn't mean anything. Your identity doesn't automatically make you woke. It doesn't automatically, make you help people of similar identities it doesn't mean anything it's it's just a it's just a check mark on a list and yeah i we just have to abandon this this idea of like i think honestly that even representation is that important it certainly is and i think a just society has you know a better distribution if not a perfect distribution of representation mm-hmm. um depending on how utopian we're looking at or how anar- anarchistic we're looking at but like it's not representation will not save us you have to yeah you have to actually believe in something or else you'll just yeah. end up with you'll just end up with black republican presidents that's it <laughs> yeah you you're gonna end up with ben carson being like i think we should rebuild the pyramids yeah. Put uh fill it with corn and cows. And you can joke about how like he didn't make it, but fucking he's uh what is he what department is he head of? It's like it's like urban housing oh. and development, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Boom. Liberals <laughs> are toast. Yeah, no, it doesn't cuz yeah, it doesn't it doesn't mean <laughs> anything yeah again hot take yeah i think um, i think liberals think that identity and representation is a promise of something and i i i think that's, there's literally zero proof for that that's a good way because yeah like yes like it's a i think it's a given that everyone should be respected for just who they are like but that's not gonna and that's a good goal but it's not gonna mm. solve anything and more often than not it works as a distraction from like but what if i had more money too it's like no 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 yeah no, no. Well, and I think that, it's like, also especially like a like, safety um, for like a lot of candidates. Like it's like, well, I'm you know, I'm I'm already this or I'm already that. I'm already woke, so I don't actually have to do anything, you know, because I'm already I'm already the woke choice based on my identity, whatever it may be. And I think um, people in the establishment look at it that way too. And we've seen that in a lot of different races around the country, with Democrats now starting to go up against. Um, candidates from the farther left, a lot of the campaigns just come down purely to identity. 
And they go, well, yeah. we have the woker choice. It doesn't matter what their policy ideas are, but, um, yeah. you know, it, they have this many identity points compared yeah, there's to a, the other candidate. There's a fucking, there's like a trans woman running somewhere, I think Massachusetts, but she's literally like an oil CEO. <laughs> like she's like an yeah. oil company executive. And I'm like, no, fuck that. Yeah, exactly. We didn't, that's I would we not go for want. that person. No, like, it, hell no. it doesn't matter. You can destroy the world and, you know, be an oppressed minority or not necessarily like because it's not like Barack Obama was oppressed as like the president of the United States, you know, like Mm -hmm. on the on these on these such these large scales, like all that shit boils away because you don't you're not really a part of like that community anymore. You're not a part of any community yeah, no, no, now Obama's it, gone. a millionaire now. <laughs> like, that's yeah, it, his main identity. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're going to get so much shit for this. Yeah, this is, this is not woke. But, like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I feel like it's, I I feel like it's true that, like, if, if you're actually going to help the world, you have, it has to be redistribution on some level. And, you yeah. know, it doesn't necessarily have to be, like, um, reparations or anything like that but it does have to be like universal programs at least like yeah that, and that's i mean be bar it should be reparations. For, for any <laughs> it should be reparations but like like redistribution can take place in a lot of different ways like universal yeah. health care is redistribution you know yeah yeah universal no, programs like, are redistribution yeah but i also think like you know there is definitely a place for like minority specific programs that like you get more money yeah exactly you are, like disadvantaged which well, i yeah, think is it's so funny that, like, people always, you know, like, people on the left are always accused of, you know, like, not being woke and disrespecting identity. But then we're the ones who are out here being like, maybe there needs to be some actual monetary reparations based entirely on race. And liberals, yeah, I don't and think, would agree liberals, with that mostly. Yeah, liberals back off. They're like, whoa, 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 whoa. No, we're just talking about opportunity here, yeah, you know? It's all about merit. I need, People deserve the opportunity to show that they are have the skills to exist it's identity, in our Because it's identity through the filter of capitalism. And so it's like, well, we just want, you know... Uh, POCs and trans women and gay people to um, be the executives to be of able to companies. be as cutthroat as white men used to be. Like yeah. that's really the plan. And honestly, for for a lot of people, especially like after you have been oppressed or you or you are oppressed, like that is definitely something that a lot of people want to seek out. They want to beat you at your own game. And I think that's why it's really hard to kind of get through that like, well, that doesn't actually do anything. It's like, well, I want to fuck. I, you know, I've been told this before. People are like, I want to win at the white man's game. Yeah. And it's like, damn, yeah, I can totally see that. <laughs> like, I want to be a fucking CEO and, you know, yeah. fire whoever the fuck off. I want to be able to do that. I think that's my right. Um, you know, I, I listen to Champagne Sharks um, and um, their whole thing. They had a guest on and the whole like premise of the episode was, you know, just having this guest on who is like a, a pro or as she said, a, a pro-black, um, like she had a pro-black can, uh, like can politics. Sorry, is what I'm uh-huh. trying to say. That's what she called it. And they, the guys on the podcast, were like, "Yeah, a lot of people think like we are a left-wing podcast because we're like pro-pro-black, but like we're we're not. We we have different takes from the left." And they had they had like a whole anti-immigrant thing. They're like, "We don't want immigration because their whole point was that they see black people as like a a doormat." Um, for immigrants to walk over basically and that whenever immigration happens you know things get worse for black people because when 
you know, a classic thing of immigration is that when you have more people come in, wages are typically lowered because there's more people in the job market and there's people in the job market that are willing to take less than the people who are previously here. Their whole idea was typically when it's not like it's going down for everyone. It's going down for people who are already in that economic section of the country. And their argument is that is mostly black people. And so they were anti-immigration. And, you know, it's interesting because, like, as a white leftist, I'm like, I don't like that. You know, that's not my opinion. I think I think we can, you know, build a society that has open borders and, you know, can work for people who are once in because I don't want people to be economically subjugated. But for people who are once in economically subjugated parts of the country or, you know, in the economy at large. Um but like it's 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 hard to fucking argue with that right now, especially when we're in the short run, because that's all that all socialism. That's all long run shit. That's all shit we gotta build. And in the short run right now, a lot of people, especially oppressed people, just want to win at the white man's game. And uh, it's hard to fucking argue with that because there are not any short term socialist solutions. Yeah, you know, as we talked about, yeah. Exactly. Like it's, we're not ready for it. And so I guess no part politicians of doing this, it. I guess this is a little self crit on my part, but like, uh, that's something that liberals do have as far as identity goes as like in the short run, people are going to want to play by capitalism's rules because they see themselves as people who have been pushed out of that and through liberalism, through the power of Democrats finally have a chance um, to be black, trans, women CEOs and all that shit. And that's something we have to grapple with. And honestly, something that I think may be unfair to say that that is, you know, not a justified opinion. Yeah. No, because I think it, yeah. It's You're still a fucking like capitalist the, though, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's sort of like the buying an iPhone thing where it's like you can't be held responsible for the way you have to survive inside the system largely. So yeah, is, I don't know. I I, yeah, that's that's true. Is and that that's certainly on a lower level of representation. I guess I was talking more of like you know people trying to be like you know black business owners and things like yeah. that. But there yeah. certainly is still a component of that on the lower level. You know, people who are oppressed working at you know who are working for a wage and not a salary, right? Um, there is certainly that ideology amongst um, even some of the people that I know that they're just they want to collect their paycheck and they want to work hard and they want to work you know better than all the fucking lazy socialists and you know get get um just get what they feel like they're owed through the system as it is yeah but like that there is a possibility of building a society that just doesn't have these problems like they don't have to exist that's that's the thing to mm-hmm. keep in mind is that it is feasible doable yeah. And there's like specific ways that we could do it to make it so that these are no longer issues. Uh, but we don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I think this is similar to what you said last week. Uh, you said uh, you're a believer in uh, short-term pessimism, long, <laughs> long-term long optimism. Uh, we yes. are believers of uh, short-term identity politics, long-term uh, boiling this shit down and mm. uh, lighting mm-hmm. it on fire. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> And like at the end of the day, like a lot of the t- like if two people had the same exact uh, like po- platform, but one of them was like 
a black woman, like I would like I do consider yeah, that exactly. like, a point in your favor. Like yeah, no exactly. doubt in my mind. Like I just I just inherently trust people who are from places that have been oppressed and understand that uh, that world more. Like and I you're think just that'll always be the case. Yeah, or politics, for me, like, anyways, not for everyone at large. Yeah, but like, like that's you're just not going like, to have a better understanding. But of things people keep bringing that. that up, and that is not the the situation that we are currently working in. It's going no. to be the situation <laughs> like the 2016 election where people are like, well, yeah, Bar- I mean, you know, Bernie, I believe in literally everything he says. He is literally a hundred percent better politics than Hillary Clinton, but Hillary Clinton is a woman and I'll be voting for her. Like yeah, no, that's <laughs> that, well, that is kind of how things are working right now. No, that's, that's fucked. I, I forget who said it, but um, uh, Jess, my partner always quotes, God, it's some feminist who is like, um, you know, I have to vote for women's rights. I have to vote for women's liberation. And the women's liberation candidate is Bernie Sanders. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like and, and, and she said it intentionally as like to make it sound funny, but she wasn't kidding. She's like, this yeah. person will improve the lot of women way more than Hillary Clinton ever fucking will. Mm-hmm. And and Jess brings that up all the time because she's like, that was exactly my thinking with Bernie Sanders. Like, he's got actual policies that are going to help my life. As opposed yeah. to Hillary Clinton, who just, like, looks like me. <laughs> like, well, Yeah, it's funny, because, like, I was saying earlier how, like, Republicans will be able to outflank liberals on identity. Liberals are currently outflanking the, the left on identity, and that's basically their plan. Their plan yeah. is they know that they can trick people into not creating universal programs because they can focus on how universal ho- programs might help cis white men. And... Therefore, they're bad, you know, and they're able to just totally outflank like a lot of like centrist and maybe center left people in that way, because it's it's hard to think about how it's hard to think about how universal programs are redistribution, because it honestly doesn't feel that way. And it doesn't even even though like the vast majority of people who will be helped by these things are people who are already poor, which is mostly minorities. Exactly. Like, I think all the time about like, uh, like. And this is very, um, what's the word, like, uh, not circumstantial. Um, This is not, like, a statistic, obviously, but just in my life. Um, Like, if you ever fucking go to, like, a McDonald's, like, who's working at McDonald's? Mm-hmm. It's it's like at least where I live, it's in like every McDonald's is staffed almost entirely with people of color, mostly black people. Yeah, um, entirely, entirely. And I'm like, God. and a lot of women, like a majority of them, black women. And I'm like, if we had a fucking minimum wage hike, all of these, all of these women would be having just massive raises. Like, well, yeah. And we talk about like universal, like. Uh, programs like in the south it's very obvious because i think i don't i don't know if this is true but honestly just on just on racial divide alone if you walk into any um like public not utility but like public building whether it's the post office the dmv you know the courthouse um in dallas everyone behind the counter almost exclusively is a woman and many of them are POC. And I think that's because Texas was able to hold, I'm not hundred percent sure on this. So I'm sorry if it's wrong. I think Texas was able to hold on to, um, their, um, affirmative the law, affirmative action. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, it out. context clues. Yeah. If, if you walk into any, um, like public administrative building in the South, whether it be the DMV or the post office or the courthouse, they're staffed almost exclusively by women and people of color. Um, 
and POC women, you know, obviously. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because um, Texas was able to hold on to uh, their affirmative action law. In Washington, that is not the case. And when you walk into uh, many public administrative buildings, there's a lot more white people there. Yeah. Which is which is very strange. And I honestly think, like, it's part of that whole thing that I was saying, like, I think the right may be able to outflank us on identity, you know? And that's mm-hmm. that's a scary thought. Because that's literally all the liberals have is identity. <laughs> and yeah. what do you think is going to change first? The liberals changing their platform and, ident- and band- abandoning identity or the Republicans being able to outflank them. Yeah. But, folks, there is a solution and it's just fucking making shit free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> forever. Free that's and universal. My forever fucking opinions. Housing, food, water. Folks, it could all be free right now. Not even hard. Wouldn't even yeah. be difficult. Redistri- like, but specifically reparations will have to be a part of any like leftist agenda. Because like a lot of leftists will say, like, oh, well, if we're just all on universal programs, like everything's gonna be fine. No, that's not the fucking case. Because yeah. once again, we have to go back to that same yeah, thing we were talking that. about earlier. If you have a if you have a two hundred year head start, you will always be behind. And so even if even if things get made universal tomorrow, we get full universal programs for all, you know, the human rights, uh, the human material rights, you know, food, water, housing, health care, whatever it may be. Um, guess what? This The nation's still completely segregated. And just because shit is free and universal does not mean people will have access to any of those things. Yeah. You know, people of color and they live in destroyed communities that have that have been totally economically avoided and abandoned. And those will have to be rebuilt, which basically means, yes, no matter what, you will need reparations. Communities where predominantly black people live or POC people live, we will need to inject so much money into those communities just to rebuild the structures that were once there and to create structures that were never there or else you'll just, yeah, you'll just end up with a, a a weird fucking Stalinist state where, you know, we all have, you know, access, we all have uh, the, these rights, you know, the rights to food, water, shelter, healthcare, but only some of us live in areas with actual, you know, functioning hospitals. Yeah. You know, just how it is there will yeah you can't avoid it we can do it it, folks i believe it we can do it (laughs) democrats can't yeah i I mean obviously (laughs) we does not include the democrats (laughs) yep so yeah kanye west back in the (laughs) white house kid rock folks oh boy oh boy hard to believe he's a musician doing music shit Speaking of music shit, uh, follow me on Twitter. <laughs> mm-hmm. At you have anything in the works? Socks. You making any music? I I'm uh, the EP that I'm doing with my band here is almost done. Any uh, any band name or anything like that up yet? It's yeah. The band is called Losers Bracket. Oh, nice. Yeah. I don't know if we have we haven't released anything, and we're not even fully a band, so I'm not sure if we have any social media yet. I will let you all know, but. Uh, I oh, think yeah. that all, I think that's all coming out when the EP comes out. But the EP is all done music wise, like instrumental wise. All oh. the drums, bass, guitar has been recorded. Um, I just now all we need is the vocals, and it will be done. So it's actually it probably won't be too long. 
Very dope. I'm excited yes. to hear it. I'm excited too. I like all the guitars are like triple tracked. It was it was it was different. It was fun. Damn. 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 Three guitars in one, folks. Uh, uh, but yeah, I'm at Inferno Source Cox. Come follow me for that music stuff and also for pithy Reagan puns and yeah. hating on Chuck <laughs> Schumer. Uh, the two things I do on my Twitter. And and, 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 and retweeting uh, retweeting Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Those yeah, are the three things. My favorite U.S. politician by a country mile. Uh, yeah, I like I like how when Democrats are faced with someone like Ocasio Cortez, POC, woman POC, and uh, outflanked on policy and identity, they're just like, yeah, well, she's poor, so uh, inexperienced. No, she's rich. She's rich. Yeah, inexperienced. Dumb. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I love the only people that that liberals can successfully use uh, class consciousness on are people to their left, not their yeah. right. <laughs> yep. Oopsies. Ridiculous. But yeah, and follow I'm, the the show Twitter at noise at needless. Noise needless. Yes. Underscore. No. The underscore is in your name. At noise needless. And I'm dude at at at, at la, 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 la. <laughs> dude. Oh my god! Oh my fucking god! At dude or Astro dude? <laughs> I am dude at or Astro or at dude. Uh, I don't. Tweet and this has been needless noise. I, I can't take headache medication, but I have a splitter, so I'm gonna go drink a bunch of water or something. Oof. We'll see you guys later. See you next time. <laughs>